Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Savings starts with Xfinity. Get a great price on Xfinity Internet. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Very funny comedian Erica Rhodes is joining us in studio. And also, uh, the news is coming as well. First, LifeLock, an Arizona family, was surprised with a change of address notification. They didn't request was an attempt to steal their mail and access personal info to steal their identities. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our info at risk on the Internet. In an instant, cyber criminals could harm your finances and credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they'll send you an alert. You'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist. Go with the pros. Go with LifeLock. Right, Dawson? No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code ADAM. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use promo code ADAM for 25% off. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Adam, get it on. Steve from Spokane. Hey, I've got a song that would never, ever be recorded today. Check out Phil Collins' Illegal Alien. He even sings it in a Latino or Latinx whatever accent. Hey, man, love the show. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Yeah, it had to be a weird pitch for that song. It's no fun being an illegal alien. Right. That's basically what that song is. I don't remember him sounding like Ricardo Montalban in the middle of it. He did a little. He did a little, I think. Eric Rhodes has joined us. Now we have to listen to Phil Collins. (laughs) Sorry. That's That's always what. What I get. <laughs> <laughs> Little Phil Collins. What's that supposed to be? Swedish, uh, Jamaican? I don't, I don't know. What he, he had to have been high when he <laughs> thought of it. All right, let's talk uh, Eric Rose. By the way, uh, Acme Comedy Company coming up uh, Wednesday, tomorrow through uh, Saturday in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Congratulations on the stand-up special. Thank you. Levian Rhodes, if I'm saying that mm-hmm. right. You are. Um, filmed it at uh, the Rose Bowl. Yes, the parking lot. Yeah, that's what we were saying. The the audience doesn't sound like a typical audience because they're not a typical audience. Right. They're in their cars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? It was different. I mean, it was 
definitely a strange experience because it was my first drive-in. Like, it's not like I practiced ahead of time or anything. So there's no way. Sort of jumped right in. I was supposed to do it as part of the Tribeca Film Festival originally, but obviously that got canceled. So sort of either do it now or wait a long time to do it again. Um. It seemed like you guys spent some money on that. I mean, it had a huge screen. I don't know. Is that thing inflatable or how do those screens work? You rent those things? Oh, I don't know. Comedy Dynamics produced it. So I didn't really. They cut all the checks. Yeah. You just (laughs) show up on time. Yeah, I just did the joke part. (laughs) Did you do two shows? No. We only got one. Oh, pressure, man. Yeah. That was I think that was the hardest part about it was just having one take. Yeah, normally you do two and then you whack them together. But it always seems like one show works out a lot better than the other and you use 85% of the one show. But it it has – I think what probably ends up happening is the comedian does the first show. Then somebody says, okay, we got that one. Now go have fun. Right. And then the second show is better. Right. But this is only the first yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, this is just the first show. Well, wait, it's the last show, too. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the so first fun. and second grand, and third. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> did, it mess, did it mess with the uh, rhythm of the joke, having to deliver it to a, to cars? Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a weird delay. Like, you kind of had to wait for the laughs. And there were a couple of times I thought a joke bombed, and then suddenly there'd be honking from the back of the crowd, and then it would just sort of, like, all carry to the front. And I was like, oh, so it, it didn't bomb. But I had to wait a second for it to land. Hold for honks. The, yeah, hold uh, for honks. The technology is – is it just – over an amplified system, or does each car have, like a drive-in theater, have a way yeah, to Yeah, so mic? they basically mic'd um, about 25 cars, mm-hmm. and then they put it through to the monitor so that we could hear something. Because mm-hmm. um, they did a couple of specials like that. But yeah, so I, uh, so I could hear something, but I couldn't hear the full audience. I could only hear a and percentage. And how could they hear it. you? Um, they had They had it somehow hooked into their radio radio yeah, oh like a, yeah. like a drive-in yeah that's how you do yeah. a drive-in movie alone. right you yeah. to like a station that is you know closed circuit or whatever With a did good you do any battery. drive-ins during this i did a bunch of shows all around the country any state that was red or half open or whatever so i did a bunch of shows in florida and texas and nashville tennessee and you know i did, I did whoever would would take me and then around here you were supposed to do something like that right yeah we were supposed to do something like that but then we got from uh level orange to level magenta (laughs) or something and they fucking closed Uh, i was laughing with i did some outdoor shows here but not not the driving cars where i was laughing with dr drew yesterday because um we're going to open June 15th. Like we said, what the fuck do we have a date to open for a pandemic? <laughs> Either it's on or right. it's fucking off. It, virus, as far as I can tell, it's off now. It Why doesn't do see to... its shadow. Have you, yeah. not, have you not noticed how arbitrary everything is? <laughs> I have, but it's suddenly what? The notice should be, we'll, we'll open when it's safe to open. And since now is safe to open, what do we need another two weeks for? Far be it from me to defend these people the only thing i can think of is gavin newsom's about to be recalled and yes (laughs) yes a hundred percent and they're saying maybe by june 15th 
that's when we'll reach the amount of people that we deem vaccinated. Like that'll put us over the top of the vaccination list. But again, I'm not defending it. I have no idea. Because we're 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 pretty much all time lows right now. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's time. And over to get half back of all it. American adults are have both vaccinations. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if this factors into it, but a lot of businesses in L.A. or California need to hire people to get ready for people to come back. You know, to their restaurants or their movie theaters or whatever. Like, I see so many. Oh, help wanted, help needed. Like, the, people are not. You know, people are not uh, showing up to work. Oh, we've seen that before. Yeah. Well, it's. Yeah, I think we can divide the nation into people that want to go to work and people that don't want to go to work, and the people that want to go to work get paid better than the people who don't want to go to work. So if the government gives them 600 bucks a week, that's not going to keep the people who want to go to work from going to work. But the people that don't want to go to work have low-level shit jobs, and they don't like work, and so they'll just take that lateral move, which is the government check. Yeah, I've noticed every time there's a new check, um, it's harder to get a lift. Mm. <laughs> that's that's much out. longer. It just takes longer because they yeah. don't want to come to work. That's totally true. So I, I wait like 25 minutes sometimes. Yeah, and the price goes up. And then I asked the drivers, I say, what, you know, why did it take so long? And they said, oh, this, the stimulus check just dropped. Sure. They don't want to come. Why would yeah. they want to drive sense. around? Well, that, that, yeah. that is a perfect yardstick to sort of measure something because yeah. these they are at the bottom of the economic food chain they are getting the stimulus checks and they're doing they're driving for Uber or Lyft cuz they have to not right. cuz they want to and so yeah i i experienced that too i was like why is it, what what's the what's the wait for now you know now we know yeah, yeah. scare it scares me that we have this kind of generation of kids like my kids are like school like it's it's school school is kind of um it's an option now it's not it's not a must it's not mandatory it's it's kind of a suggestion and work for a lot of people is going to be kind of a suggestion too (laughs) yes and like we were talking about with with ksi and you know like for your bat mitzvah and stuff you would get all these government bonds and all this shit that i still don't know where they are they're all out there somewhere now kids are going to get bitcoin and cryptocurrency yeah i still don't understand that stuff don't talk to us about it we have no idea okay we keep trying to learn every day they're they're just gonna have school for just that now just bitcoin school yeah yeah i don't invest I, I don't understand it. I just know that we're all going to wish we did understand it yeah. in 10 years. I think that's, yeah. that seems to be the theme. All right. Do we have the uh, tweet splaining? It's time to tweet splain. <laughs> it's not really a game. It's just where we ask you to explain your tweet. Tweet Splain. The maiden voyage of Tweet Splain. Wow, I like hmm. this idea. <laughs> All right, so we'll put them up on the screen. Now, should I read them? Uh, let's have should, Gina read it. All right. Gina should read These it. These are all Erica's tweets, by the way. Normalize not saying normalize. Use your own words, brainwashed robots. <laughs> I totally agree. I think we can all get on board. I think I'm sick of just hearing the same words over and over again. You know, like you, even the word normal now, it's like how many times we're, we're going to get back to normal. Things are going to be normal. What does that even mean anymore? Uh, you know, no. when, when did we even know what normal meant? 
Well, it's all retrospective, and the normalize is even worse. Like I don't, even, I've never known what normalize meant, but people just say it over and over again in a kind of bizarre way. Normal, getting back when you know the pandemic, midst pandemic, normal, and then talking about getting back to normal. Um, Trump was the president, and he was uh, you know as a hostile regime who's a dictator who's trying to take over the country. So that. That shouldn't be what we're trying to get back to. Right. That wasn't normal. All the people who say get back to normal no. are essentially talking about that era, which is before COVID, when which is pre-Trump. I'm sorry, during Trump. It's sort of meta because getting back to normal was when we were trying to make America great again. It's it's like a Russian nesting doll. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. also normalize I, is a different word because normalize is like part of sort of the woke thing. Yeah. You know? the, the fucking one I hate is reimagine. We oh, gotta I don't re- even know that oh, one. It's, oh, we got to reimagine policing. Oh, oh it's a lot I of reimagining things. One. I, I would also suggest we imagine policing at some point. Like, <laughs> we imagine you know, like, doing Did John Lennon invent policing in 79? <laughs> like, we need to reimagine something that was never imagined. Right. Yeah, that's not something you want to imagine if you're in trouble. Like, imagine they're going to come help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that- a, it, reimagining policing, which no. is, uh, you can find on the internet, Max Zapata. Uh, reimagining police, yes, you do not want that. Yeah. You don't want to reimagine, like, things like uh, draining my septic tank or something no. like that. Like, I don't want to reimagine any sort of hands-on hardcore just like to have it done. A- anything just yeah. like to get stuff done yeah. or uh, or how about flying airplanes imagine that no please don't <laughs> please we don't. all hate problematic one that i absolutely hate and you only really hear it when you're talking about like tech disrupt mm. oh this uh, new gadget is totally disrupting yeah, silicon valley like ugh. Yeah. but also what is reima- like it, imagining is already re like you're already imagining it. How do you reimagine it? Yeah. Like, how do you imagine it twice? How do you preheat I really, it? I yeah. Think, like, I don't understand. I think the context is we need new imaginers. <laughs> like <laughs> the old people that imagine police were a bunch of racist right, dudes with right. red mustaches. Yes. We need us to reimagine re-imagine. policing and we'll reimagine it better than the old guys imagine it. New Imagineers. Maybe is it should be un- unimagine. Yeah. You know, like stop imagining how we used to imagine and, re- and unimagine it. So instead of defund <laughs> the police, we should unimagine the police. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> unimagine the police. All right. I wonder if that'll catch on. It's terrible. We but that, that is a thing. Like I'm seeing, like in like wow, North, I haven't seen West it. Virginia, Portland, and yeah, all these, all these. It's uh, time campaigns. to reimagine the police. That's what it says. Yeah. Ugh, I just don't like how there's a catchphrase and then everybody jumps on without thinking. Like, what does this mean to me? They just decide. Oh, I'm just gonna because everybody's doing it. Oh, you can you know? find a laundry list of like. Uh, politicians and 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 leaders and stuff just talking about reimagining the police it's it's a weird it's also (laughs) you know like not all ideas are are great ideas like i saw that uh domino's has brought back the noid oh (laughs) you're saying this is not a good idea What's annoyed? Oh, oh you must be no. very That's young. Good. That's good. That's a first date answer right there. Oh, I wasn't even What's born in 87. Yeah. Avoid that noid. You had to avoid That's a the, terrible you word. You had to avoid the noid. They invented a gremlin that hated take out pizza and freshness or something. And so the, you had to avoid the noid yeah. because the noid 
was to pizza what the rabbit was to tricks. Yeah, keep him away. He wanted to upset the tricks. Disrupt or, it. When he was it disrupted. Disrupt. Yeah, they needed to reimagine. That's the Noid. The Noid. Oh, I remember the Noid. But I didn't know the name of the Noid. Yeah. I didn't know he had a name. So he kind of looks like a whammy from Press Your Luck. I'm old. The, the, the Noid was a, a bad idea in the in the mid-'80s. Right. Um. But they have brought back and reimagined the Noid. I did not know those. And now the Noid is back, and oh, I got to no. watch these Dominoes commercials. Going, why did you guys? Are you going to bring back new Coke or what? <laughs> what? What else do we have in mind? Here's the. We'll play the the commercial. Okay. Domino's is trying out one of their new driverless pizza shuttles. That is so Black Mirror. At Domino's, we're constantly innovating to find better ways to deliver you pizza, which is why we're testing driverless delivery powered by Neuro. And it's got someone back to their old habits. <laughs> Annoyed is... I, Thwarted! Annoyed's trying to stop the pizza delivery. <laughs> Avoid the Noid when you get any two or more medium two-topping Domino's pizzas delivered for just five. That is weird. I'd like to point it's out... creepy. Yes. This commercial started off with them bragging about how they're constantly innovating. <laughs> yeah, that's a Ironically, very good point. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when the Noid started, but uh, it was a good day for all of us when when they left. <laughs> the Noid was created in 1986. Oh, and mm. uh, then they avoided it for 30 years, and now <laughs> now the Noid is back. <laughs> All right, should we try? Uh, yeah, try Let's see what one. Erica has to say. I think rock stars needed to start doing drugs again. I've heard at least three songs with watermelon in the title. <laughs> That's an old tweet. That was from July of 2020, I believe. Oh, I wow. found that, and I've been thinking about it for a long time. Is what damn of, songs well, have watermelon in there's them? There's the Harry Styles, the Harry song. Styles watermelon. But then I think I heard a few other watermelon ones, and I was just like, this is just not working. The Beebs is getting his peaches <laughs> in Georgia. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of, of fruit, produce fruity. heavy. Yeah. This is the Harry Styles. I think it's supposed to be up the China. Okay. Strawberries. Eric, I totally agree with you on this one, but I want you to know that rock and roll is alive and well. Uh, I have a new record coming out in August. Oh, nice I mentioned plug. cocaine four times, <laughs> cigarettes nine times, wow. marijuana six times, alcohol at least twelve times, uh, whiskey two times. And um, I just put this together for uh, you. This is, uh, and it's a children's album, by the way. It is. It is. This is uh, uh, a lot of those hits cut down to. She's laughing, Dawson. Come on, give her a break. Cut down <laughs> to fifty-three seconds. You got to wait for the horn honk. I'm Sorry, alone at the bar, and I light a cigarette. My head is high, Hennessy whiskey and some Mexican weed. So today I'll stay sober. drink alone i drink with jesus so just so you know everything's okay rock stars yeah. still take drugs well, that's, but that's kind of country huh that was sort of country a little bit of it 
country, yeah. country rock and I think roll. We need to reimagine that. Reimagine, yeah. <laughs> Self promotion. Uh, hey, uh, actually, I did address this uh, this subject in the Man Show twenty years ago. Oh wow! So I'm really late. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> It was a little bit called Retro Rock and Rock. Oh, this and is a classic. I was explaining what happened to music right. and what happened and why the music of, of the past was a uh, much better right. like much the, better the fit Gypsy for Queen me. The Queen of New Orleans. Yes, I'll play it 30 seconds of uh, that just because it'll make me laugh. Music today. I just don't get it. <laughs> hey. I'm Adam Carolla. You know, in my day, rock and roll wasn't about boy bands or this robot crap. Our songs were about drinking and brawling and rambling. You're not going to find these lost treasures on the radio, but you will find them here. Pure retro rock and rock. 20 songs that rock so hard, you'll think you've died and went to hell. Songs about whiskey. Whiskey girl. And songs about hard living, hard loving women. To rambling. Oh, rambling. Rambling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on genre. Yeah, rambling is a, is a good word. Uh, that was uh, with the great, uh, late great Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne. We did did he do all those? Way oh, wow. Back. Yeah. yeah those we wrote, were good. We wrote, uh, I think I wrote the lyrics, or we wrote the lyrics or something, and then he recorded them, oh, wow. I think. Yeah. That's hey, before cool. we get to Erica's next tweet, can I read an excerpt from my book? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to throw in a couple recipes if you're interested. <laughs> yeah, they got those man show box sets are available at the Target, Walmart, and more. Grainfreecomfortfood.com. All right. Uh, shall we. Uh, should we do we one more? One? Yeah. yeah, let's do one more. Uh, let's see. Oh, can we all? Can we at least all agree that this is the worst time in the United States history to be single? Which mm. I think is was was true when it was written. That, June third, twenty twenty. Much better than you know. I mean, it deserved. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's such a, a lot simple, of single people. Yeah, I guess a lot of lonely people out there. You know. Yeah. They're really related to that. Did uh, are you? What's your status now? Um. Self improvement, rambling, oh, rambling. <laughs> Did you go on any virtual dates during the uh, during COVID? No, I just like stopped dating the, like completely. Ooh, on purpose yeah. or because yeah, of the on quarantine? Purpose. I was just like focusing on other things and um, sort of got out of a bad relationship a year ago, and I just was like, eh. need time. Yeah, 
That bullet dodge joke was yeah, that, super oh, funny. Great <laughs> joke. That was a great joke. And it's so, you never think about that. Every single human being says that to well, you when you get out of one of Well, because people kept saying to, that to me after. Yes. And I'm like, well, but I still got pretty hurt. Yeah, you I know, got winged. Like, the, bud- yeah. the bullet didn't just completely miss me. That's what dodging a bullet is. Yes. It's a great <laughs> joke. Yeah, I agree. Thanks. I never, um, there's certain sayings that, uh, I mean, I get bullet dodge, but it, it it doesn't, it rarely applies. It's usually, you know, you had cancer and now you went through chemo right. and now you're still alive. Like a bullet dodge, you know, it's yeah. like, that's not missing the bullet. <laughs> right, no. right. A dodge is supposed to be missing it. Yeah. Right. Right, Brian. Yep. The other weird one about relationships is when a couple's been dating for a long time, then they're like, you need to shit or get off the pot. It's like, okay, so I'm going to shit. I'm getting married to shit. <laughs> yeah. I also I have two shit uh, takes myself, which is one, they go, you know, shit rolls downhill, man. I'm like, not really. Like if you've ever camped and shit on the side of a hill, it Stays really where... does not pick up speed. No. Pretty much stays put. And do you have another one? Because I have a good shit one. I was watching, um, it was, oh, I think it was uh, George Clooney was talking about, what's his name? Uh, One of his beautiful co-stars from ER Mm -hmm. and how they were attracted to each other, but they never, Julianne Margulies maybe? She was in it. Yeah, that's who they were talking about. And um and they were always attracted to each other, but they never connected mm-hmm. because he said, you don't shit where you work. Well, first off. That's not the phrase. Um, everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. here shits. I was like, you actually can. These people are fucking rabbits. Uh, everyone's constantly shitting here, number yeah. one. You had to come up with a whole system because of it. Uh, but you, it's mean, like, you mean number two. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but you could say you don't shit where you live. It's right. like, yeah, yeah, I do. That's the that's, number that's one place. That's the best place. Where you eat. But, yeah. right? And that is... Is there more a disgusting fucking phrase than you don't shit where you eat? I hate When you're that talking phrase. about someone that yeah. you're like really into and want to have sex with in court. It, it's one of those things that people signed off on as means like, well, no inner office relationships. Yeah. But I don't know why they signed it or you don't shit where you eat. I mean, I'll accept don't dip your pen in the company ink or what. But shit where you eat is such a disgusting thing to say about someone you want to date. I would argue people here do more shitting than eating. That's true. That's saying something. I think they carb load at home and then come oh here and gosh. offload. <laughs> That's what I think is going on. That's the best I could make of it. I think you're right. Yeah. I hope you get your own bathroom here. Oh, that's it's, it's a whole it's like there's a system. There's oh. a complicated system to this. You don't even know. But Erica. let's 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 give shit its due because mm. shit for brains is excellent. Yep. Yeah. Eat yep. shit. And shit storm is great. Yeah. That guy's a real shit starter. Yeah, that's good. Dip shit's good Dip shit's or a good compliment. Too. That guy's the shit. <laughs> All right. Do we have an outro for uh, tweet splaining? Tweet splain. <laughs> that's the outro. Yes. <laughs> I like the Cabazons theme better. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about uh, Hyundai. Hyundai Tucson. Uh, Hyundai questioned everything to create the best Tucson ever. Every inch of the all-new Tucson has been completely reimagined. Oh, reimagined. There it is. Your face. 
believe. Yeah, well, we reimagine an SUV, but not policing. They get a pass. Resulting in an SUV loaded with innovations inside and out, from design to technology to safety. Every aspect, the new Tucson has been improved and completely redesigned. They have a digital key where essentially the key is your phone, and uh, so you'll never be locked out of your vehicle. They have a, a 10 and a quarter inch full touch infotainment screen, which is big and beautiful and bold and it works because i told you i hung out one of these things for a while and fiddled with everything led daytime running lights stylishly hidden in the front grill so you went to hell of an suv for the price hyundai.com is where you go all right we'll take a quick break back with erica and you right after this hey geico do you own do you rent well you do one or the other right you know it's hard work out there, owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about your bundle? Bundle your policies at Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at Geico. That is Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Give me the news with crap. News with Gino Grad, breaking viral, weird crime protest politics. Give me news with Gino Grad, stuff they saw on TMZ, Joe Biden, Kamala, big news with Gina Gino Grad. The news with Gina Grad. Hey, quick theory on, you know, we, we mention every once in a while, like, where's Kamala? Where's she been? Like, nobody sees her. And the, the theory that has been bandied about in my home is that she's too busy uh, running things. Mm. And I, I never really thought about that. You know, like, she's too busy pulling strings to, uh, you know, go do a photo op at an ice cream shop, you know? Well, it's, it's kind possible. of... Kind of interesting because she was put in charge of the border yes. like 60 days ago and hasn't made it out to Neither the border. Neither hide nor hair. Yeah. So. And Joe, Joe, uh, President Biden is a, he, he sort of billed himself as a moderate, but mm-hmm. he's not running the country like a moderate at all. Right. So. Something to think about. The thought, the sort of right wing conspiracy theory was always they're going to get friend to everyone, moderate Joe in, and then the folks are going to run it right. in a much more progressive way right which is definitely what we're doing yeah. so maybe there is something, something there about. uh some hot cosby news there was a little kerfuffle somebody wrote a book and uh it was uh talking about uh dr biden uh was pissed at kamala because uh and they had a little dust up because Ooh, um well the women i my experience is women are more reactive. Tell Eric and I about women. I will women. tell you how women work. <laughs> okay, little lady. That's yeah. not true. <laughs> Let me put on my thinking brain. No, when uh, I I told it like when uh, there's that whole thing with uh, I don't know LeBron and the Knicks or whatever, and it, the the husband was like talking mm-hmm, shit. It was mm-hmm. the wife that always gets yeah. off and goes try to punch him or that's whatever right. whatever it is. They they they're protective. They, they, you know, that's how they, maybe it's a Stand kid. by your man. It's a kid's thing. Okay. Too. Like who's going to, you know, who's going to go after the mama grizzly bear right. and protect the kids, you know. Anyway, um, but it makes sense. So 
during the uh, during the debates, basically Kamala Harris basically called Biden a racist and whatever else. Like she right. was all in on fuck fuck this That's guy. What you gotta do? He's a racist, and then. <laughs> He becomes the president. Now, he's probably a little more business savvy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she'll help me get elected. Right. I'm going to have the first African-American vice president, blah, blah, blah. Turn the Female, page. yeah. But, it, but you could see the wife. Holding hold a grudge. Holding a little bit of a grudge there, right? Yeah. Well, if any, speaking of women holding grudges, how is Mrs. Cruz? Uh, because oh, oh, at the time, President Cruz? Before, pre-President Trump, he was... He was going after Ted Cruz's wife's looks. He, I mean, he called, he called, I, I think if you call everyone everything, people take it less personally. Mm -hmm. That, okay, I can see that. uh, (laughs) I don't know. Them's are fighting words. I thought we were talking about Ted Cruz's wife's neighbors who ratted him out on the whole Cancun thing. Oh, that too. She's got a lot of reason to be pissed. (laughs) Ted Cruz's wife. I'd like her to get together with Dr. Biden and have a chit chat. Yes. All right. Let's talk about Bill Cosby. Um, the news is there's no news. He's not getting out of prison early. The comedian well, has been denied, exactly, denied parole with the Pennsylvania Parole Board, citing his refusal to participate in a therapy program for sexually violent predators. His <laughs> spokesman, Andrew Wyatt, said Cosby expected the denial. He said, We knew he was going to be rejected. He called me and told me that if he didn't take the course, he would be denied. He has maintained his innocence from the beginning and according to reuters cosby's now 83 would have become eligible for parole on september 25th after completing the three-year minimum term of his sentence he's serving three to ten years uh being convicted of rape the board said it would not consider him for parole again unless he completes this therapy why can't he just do the therapy because he's innocent Sticking to his so, guns. Yeah. And doesn't he do like Sunday sermons and like meet and greets for the other inmates? Like he really, it's not bad in there. Well, like. Gina, Gina's on to something. I think he's a bigger celebrity in prison than he would be out on the, in, in, he, in, in public. He's certainly more embraced. Is he, he doing shows? Yeah. Is he doing shows in there? I, I mean, I, that was kind of the word on the street. He's, you know. He's doing as well as anyone could do in this situation. Yeah. I always feel sorry for the other cast members when one main member gets disgraced and then they get interviewed yeah. and they have yeah, to kind of it's all about walk that. this line. It's all about what about this? And yeah. they want to talk about their new Netflix right. special. But then you have to kind of – you can tell they'll like the person, but they can't say anything good about the person. Right. And then they end up in some weird, well, you never roofied and raped me, but <laughs> I'm not saying what – I'm not saying what he did was good. Right. But I never experienced being roofied I, I on I never – like not at craft service. Right. Like and now you're in some weird no man's land. Yes. Yeah. And we'll remember Felicia Rashad at the beginning is like, forget about this woman. Forget about this woman. Uh, you know, Bill's a great guy. And I think – I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not misremembering, but I feel like Keisha Knight Pullum, Rudy was with you know was going to court to sort of support him. Yeah, and so, then you got to think about all the fucking paydays. I mean, look at the friends; those, those oh. guys were hammering two point five million bucks to sit on a couch and half his. days work. Yes, to just sit around and go. Remember the episode with the monkey? Oh yeah, oh, that was funny. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, who wrote that one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I mean they're. In this day and age, the the first the Cosby Show in syndication, oh my it's God. it's all kind of pulled off now. Yeah. I'm guessing, but then oh, there'll yeah. just be reunions yep. and oh, 
That's a lot of money. Money gone. Well, it is true. Flushed. You think of all the other people punished for one person's thing. That's right. It's like every single film or TV show where it's a one predator and then everybody gets screwed over. Well, you know who didn't do that? The one example of the opposite is the Connors. Everyone related to the Roseanne universe, they just mm-hmm. moved on without her and oh. you know, kept hammering those checks. Oh, yeah. Well, they tried to move on with Kevin without Kevin Spacey for House of Cards, but I don't know if that panned out. Yeah. Yeah. I right? never got into it. I don't, I know, don't know if the Connor. I know they did another season. Yeah. But I, I mean, don't it's know. not it's not it didn't t- you know sweep the nation, but at least they said, screw you. You know, we're right. still we're going to keep moving on. Someone who is going to therapy or a sort of therapy. Shia LaBeouf was in court Thursday in Ohio to hear a judge deliver multiple orders that will keep him out of jail. The case is related to last year's incident where he allegedly attacked a man on the street and stole his hat. He was charged with battery and theft. The judge has given him 12 months to complete a judicial diversion program. He must attend mandatory therapy once a week to work on anger management. He also has to wear an alcohol monitor device. And LaBeouf is also being sued by his ex-girlfriend, singer FKA Twigs, who claims he sexually and physically assaulted and battered her and knowingly gave her an STD. Uh, LaBeouf has denied all of those claims. Shia LaBeouf has problems and he's uh, he's kind of become a punchline, as, as we see. I hope he turns it around because that guy is a legit talent. Like he's an Oscar winner, like if he turns it all around. Honey Boy was a magnificent movie. I, I like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I saw yeah. him in uh, Battle of Shaker Heights, but I haven't seen any of his work after that. Ryan's laughing. Catch up. He's good. Nine. Um, I feel like if someone, if a celebrity assaults me and steals something, I feel like the hat would Is be my number one choice. Yeah. You know, mm. keys, wallets, cell <laughs> yeah. phones, right. uh, dental work. Right. I mean, those things have implications. I feel like he could have just been like, can I have your hat? Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, and the guy probably would have given it to him. But I feel like, you know, like, Shia LaBeouf lives his life in a parkour way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he has to, like, do something crazy and fight you and steal it as opposed to just asking for it. Mm-hmm. If I was the judge, yeah. I'd have to see the hat. Oh, so <laughs> really stealing? It's, it was just your run of the mill beanie. What's Dawson? Uh, I'm wearing a hat. Dawson's wearing a hat. Chris is wearing a hat. Com- com- we combine them and put them up on eBay. We wouldn't get $9. <laughs> Is that, a, is that really is that, a, that a crime? It's oh, a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, you're the only one that thinks that in the state of Ohio. It was, if it was one of the ones that had the ear muff the built in where you <laughs> flap them down like a good yeah. hunting hat. That's a good hat. That's a nice hat. Yeah. Now we got a crime. Uh, a couple of uh, food-related topics that uh, some people will be very excited about. Everyone knows that Vegas is all about buffets, and of course, those have all been shut down with COVID. But I will let you guess which casino out of all the casinos circus, in Vegas. Circus. Thank you. You must have seen that on TMZ. No, I did not. Oh, really? It is Circus Circus. They are the first to open up their buffet. It is now, as you hear this, open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I had no previous wow. knowledge of this story. Oh, really? Yeah. Circus Circus Buffet sounds like a dare. I know. That's what I was going to say. Knew I just you I were can... heading some direction. Yeah. You did and, good math. And it wasn't, you weren't heading. It wasn't the win. Toward the win. Yeah. Right. And Venetian, I knew no. we were talking low level. Yes. So I just pulled out my lowest good. level I could You do. did real good. Um, so that buffet is now open. Have at it. A lot of uh, people have been missing their Costco samples and I have good news for you. You know, yeah. we shouldn't let poor people eat at buffets. Do tell. Because... <laughs> 
I'd been to a few buffets when I was poor. It's an odd stance, but yeah. And when you're poor and you go to a buffet, you you'll hurt yourself. You yeah. will, I, I remember distinctly, right. like, with my old girlfriend, we drove her shitbox out to Vegas and we we're going to be in Vegas. Like, the poor persons, right. you know, we'll get the tickets to the show in advance and we'll go to the buffet and whatever. I went so nuts at that buffet that, like, walking back to the hotel room, I had to grab a stool from a slot machine and go, like, I need I need some time here. Like, I cannot make it to the elevator. The I, caught, I definitely shaved 19 months off my life for that trip to the buffet because yep. I was so poor yeah, and yeah. I food was such a thing in the carving yeah. station. And I was going to try every pie slice they right, had. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Buddy. In in your poor days, uh, Vegas buffets are salvation. Yeah, that's why you go like to Vegas. Bad Vegas. I went to the Tropicana buffet. Big mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. J- Jimmy and I went to uh, Jimmy, the craziest foodie in the world. He used to go to Binion. We go. We got to go to Binion's. Binion's has the dollar ninety nine steak and potatoes. <laughs> you get a steak and potatoes for buck ninety nine. We'll get two of them. Oh, Rockefeller. Imagine that. We no. got to go to Binion's. No. Well, he was from Vegas. So he's like, I'm going to save us a ton insert. of cash. Yep. Yeah. The, you know who does a nice buffet in Vegas that I actually now thinking about this, I want to go back to this one. Paris. Mm. Paris does a nice buffet. God, I can't wait for those to come back. I'll tell you a, a power buffet move that I didn't even know existed. So one of the last times I was in Vegas, staying at a nice place and, you know, maybe with Caesar's Palace or mm-hmm. something, wanted the buffet and uh, like just went down there and like, oh, it's going to be a wait. You know, mm-hmm. there's no open tables. And uh, but I was looking at an open table and I was like, well, what about that open table? It's like, that's reserved for Mr. Johnson. He like comes here every Sunday, <laughs> has the buffet. That's his table. He's running late. <laughs> Like, it's like he wow. made himself a table wow. at a buffet. <laughs> you know, you made it. Yeah, that's I, a fucking power move. Does he get wheeled in or? I I don't his, I don't remember ever <laughs> I don't remember ever spotting him, but he think, had a table. I don't think rich people should have buffets either. I mean, mm. I just think they sh- they shouldn't be they shouldn't exist. Mm. Yeah, you got to do the bell curve on the buffet. <laughs> well, because well, they're on cruise ships too, and that's like, oh, I yes. think that's like the worst because you're trapped on a boat. Mm-hmm. And then you're just eating the entire time and everybody gets fat. As a studio of people who have now done, I think, four cruises together, oh. I, we can all attest to everything you're saying. Right? Yes. Too, too much food. The uh, old Binion steak special was $2 steaks. Yeah, it was a $2 steak at the Horseshoe. It was a 10-ounce New York strip. <laughs> came with a salad, potato, veggies, a, a rolls, and it was served from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., yeah, and then in uh, in '95 oh, no. they raised it to three dollars. Oh, they didn't last. Yeah. Uh, they lost the customer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just because I do know that people get crazy about this, I am going to tell people that the Costco samples are coming back. Uh, they're being phased into full sampling. There will be some changes on how the food's given out, though. Many samples will be prepared behind plexiglass, made in smaller batches, and distributed to customers one at a time, as opposed to the you know feeding frenzy with the little hot pot. It's not the customers; it's the elderly who always are in charge of the samples. That's we got to worry about their vulnerable true. population. You're- yeah. Absolutely right. People working those hot skillet things, those Mm -hmm. plug-in. Yeah. 
the little fry daddy and the mm-hmm. toasters. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. So they're going to be enclosed in plexiglass, I guess, mm. just to keep them safe. Uh, hey, do you guys no. uh, do you think it's wise to like tell your kids that? If you ever end up in your 80s, like working at a Costco and handing out croutons or something, that they should hire a drifter to kill you. <laughs> like, Get it in writing while you still have your wits about you. Evidently, it's a possibility because yeah. I see a lot of it. No, you know you're, right. I mean? you're right. You're right. And you don't want to know when do it's something. coming. Yes. No. 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 I think that's, that's right. a, not a terrible idea. Uh, Chad Johnson, also known as Chad Ochocinco, is getting ready for his boxing debut next month. This, according to Fox News, mm. a lot of this going around, and you'll you'll know what night he's fighting. The 43 year old will square off against former MMA fighter Brian Maxwell as part of the undercard for the main event between Floyd Mayweather Jr. and Logan Paul. Johnson explained in an interview on Thursday he got the call from the undefeated Mayweather and was immediately in. Johnson's been training with top flight fighters, uh, the Charlo twins, Jermall and Jermel. Jermall Charlo is the WBC middleweight champ. Jermel is the WBC, WA, and IBF unified welterweight champ. So it's going to be a big night, nine of a thousand stars. You know, um, so I have this uh, theory, mm. which is uh, some black names need the D or right. the DE or the D apostrophe. And then Give Eric an example. Don't. <laughs> well, like Todd Gurley needs one. Right. Like De Todd. Because he's a black oh. running back in the NFL and his name is, is Todd. But uh, <laughs> You would who, think he was like a Bible salesman. But then like, there's. Uh, no one should be named Todd anyway. Then there's D. De, uh, <laughs> trying to think. DeMarcus? Yeah, no. Brickashaw Ferguson? Oh, Brickashaw. Uh, yeah, he doesn't need it. He could go with Brickashaw Ferguson and we'd, we'd, we'd get it. No. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, Andre. Oh, DeAndre. See, Andre doesn't need the D. Andre's a DeAndre black Hopkins. man. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we don't need the D. But Chad Johnson <laughs> needs a D. His Chad? Ch- name is Chad. Chad? You know what I mean? Yeah. So we should take DeAndre D yeah. and give it to Chad. Like give a penny, take a penny. Yeah, because yeah. Andre, you had me at Andre. What about Jermel and Jermall, the twins? Mm, now, the jurors, I never really thought about that. Yeah. I used to teach boxing with triplets. What were their names? They all taught? <laughs> Are they, they all attended? There, there was the Weaver. You can look it up, Chris. The Weaver fighting triplets. It was Floyd, oh. Lloyd, Lloyd. I knew it. And Boyd. No, the the third one didn't work. <laughs> like Samuel. <laughs> Boyd. Yeah, it's the Troy. Troy. Oh, Troy Floyd. Good. Wait, Troy Floyd and Lloyd. Yeah, that's uh, pretty uh, good. So like almost rhymed, but then didn't. Yeah, then it, it fell apart. Troy. Yeah, probably find bad. a picture. Of this yeah, there's a picture. Fighting, fighting trips. This is Mike Weaver heavyweights. Uh, I don't know, half brothers or something. Some version of. Oh wow! Some version oh, of wow. that. They, uh, they, they look exactly the same. They're the Weaver triplets, man. You look oh, like Eddie Murphy God. a little bit. Yeah, back in the day, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, they were super nice guys. Wow. By the way, Erica, we are yeah. looking at three different men. What? That's what I'm saying. I thought that was the same That's guy. That's what I'm saying. Thus the name, the <laughs> Weaver fighting triplets. That's crazy. Wow, they really look exactly alike. Yeah. They're triplets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's what triplets are. Yeah. <laughs> well, geez, 
Because Adam has twins that look nothing alike. Those two beige Toyota Camrys look exactly alike. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Well, they're all grown up now. I know. Now they're rock stars, it looks like. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a Casey and Jojo vibe. Yeah, I don't know what they're... But they're up to, but I different used to work. necklaces, I used to work. so you know which one is which. Used to work with those guys. Um, anyway, what were we talking hey, about? Hey, question. Buffet. Yes. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the word chimerism? No. No. Well, there, there, there's a reason for that. Is that, that wooden spoon you see the spurtle of the commercial for? <laughs> yes, the chimer. Is this like a? Is this like a chimera? What's that? A person with two different DNAs. Uh, Interesting. You know what? Not only is that possible, but it's possible that you're pronouncing it right and I'm pronouncing it wrong. Um, So Brian might be right about that. The Senate narrowly rejected an amendment geared toward criminalizing participation in research that creates human-animal hybrids. And I've only seen it spelled. It is yeah. chimerism. Thank you, Brian. Oh. Um, Good, so Brian. the expectation was... I don't even know what a fucking Mandalorian is. <laughs> a chimera is like an ancient like uh, monster, like a mythical monster, like a half man, half yeah. beast. But in science, it's someone with two different DNAs, like a mix, basically. You're mm. that nerd. I really am. Wow. I can't even finish the LGBT, G-Q-A but I can't get plus. to the end of that. Like, there's just too much stuff. It's Latinx, like pie. Latinx, Latinx, right. Latinx, Latinx, Latinx. I, I don't know. The expectation was that the federal government could lift a moratorium on funding these projects. This Hold is on. something going on behind the scenes. Don't you feel like you made it through your childhood with no new words? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now there's what? like 11 new words every day for us to try to digest. Yes. And then people immediately make fun of you when you fuck it up. You don't know what a Mandalorian is? No, because a fucking nerd made it up 10 minutes ago. And I like cars. Yes, you're 100% right about that. I should be punished for that. Yeah, you are being punished. Uh, A party line vote saw 48 Republicans supporting the measure. 49 nays included 47 Democrats and uh, two left-leaning independents, Bernie Sanders and Angus King. He's from Maine. Proposed this week, it's called the Endless Frontier Act, also contain language barring the transfer of a human embryo to a non-human womb and vice versa. And should you try it, there is a million dollar fine and 10 years in prison because apparently this has been on the table and we didn't know it. Mm. You, where they cha- where they do what? Where they, they- transplant an, a non-human embryo into a lady or the what? other way around, a little baby human embryo into a, you know, I don't know, a this, chicken. But then what happens of, after that? But that's what they're trying to find out. A puppy. Oh my gosh. A puppy? <laughs> you, yeah. you, you really well, but, give birth to another animal? That's what they're hoping. <gasps> but think about how strong that bond would be with that dog. I'd you know love what I mean? To have like, a puppy. fuck you, rescue people. You went yeah. to the town, you got a free dog. The dog was in its 30s when you got it. Did you carry it in your I didn't womb? didn't fucking give birth to it. <laughs> That bathtub right over there in the entry hall, that's where I gave birth to that dog. Of course we have a pond. Wait, who voted for this? Uh, Not many. Uh, Republicans (laughs) shot it down. And this is part of a larger, you know, funding budget thing. Like, we're not funding this. Wow. We didn't Mm. even know it was an option. I know. Between all the, like, you know, UFO stuff leaking and, like, the world's a a little crazier than we realized. Or this, the gain of function viruses, like in labs, you know, like oh, we're right. like we're gonna fuck around with the with the virus, and I mean all those sort of it's sort of 
all those sort of eighties, nineties movies I watch are like the, the the government, the Chinese government mm-hmm. or the whatever government was like monkeying around with something and it got out. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> it's kinda kinda getting there. We are there. We're there. It's just now yeah. in mainstream news. Right. Um so I know it's hard for you to remember. By the yeah. way, none of those virus movies had like a, a douchebag governor like Newsom going, okay, people, you can't do stuff. <laughs> All right. It'd be a little more dramatic yeah. than that. Like faces would be melting right. off. It'd yeah. be like, you got to order Grubhub, everybody. You Go can, watch Netflix. You can walk on the beach, can't sit on the beach. I always said if this pandemic was a movie, it'd be the fucking worst, most yeah. boring movie ever. Yeah. Like, you got to go sit over there, and then you sit there. And if you hand somebody a fork, you got to wipe it down with your sleeve first. If you go on a roller coaster, no screaming, just smiling. Right. Yeah, it'd be a a super lackluster pandemic movie. That's a very good point. Um, So I know that you have a tough time remembering all the LGBTQ, um, Mm -hmm. but now it might be easier for you because you can read it on a cereal box. Kellogg. (laughs) Felchies. You don't add milk. Released uh, a limited edition serial designed to support the LGBTQ community and to promote a message that people do not need to fit in a single box when selecting pronouns. Okay. On each box, consumers will be able to obtain a tear-out together band to share and wear their pronouns, which includes representation for non-binary and transgender individuals. The concept is a collab with GLAAD, according to the company. It features berry-flavored rainbow hearts dusted with edible glitter. Oh boy, this is a bad omen. Like they, when I was growing up, cereal boxes had decoder rings, had Bruce Jenner in them, and and Bruce Jenner was on it. This <laughs> can't be. This can't be real. Is this real? I mean, we're way past April first. Oh my oh, god! A lot of the stuff is happening now because there's a lot of pride parades coming up because oh. it's June usually. I think. Kellogg's. Like Target, everyone has it. <laughs> is Kellogg's based in Battle Creek, Michigan? So I have familiar. no idea. I think it. I think it is. Uh, all right. Yes, it is. They are just. This is basically just a kind of a mm, sponsored wokeism. Kellogg's has no thoughts about no, this. They no. just get pressured. And if I into were doing it, if I were gay or trans or whatever, and I was told about the cereal, I would think they were making fun of me. Like, yeah. oh, I get berry flavored what with glitter? Like, I can you not please? Also, look, I'm no scientist or doctor but if you ate enough of this could it make you gay i'm, I'm, I'm asking i don't You're know just one way to find out i think there's a lawsuit here like if i fed this to my son and he turned out gay okay. class action i think there's a check to be hammered <laughs> yeah okay. they got deep pockets over there that's Kellogg's? hey you can oh. sue anyone over anything I we'll say that. yeah thanks thanks for Wait, the legal help you really sue over this you can sue over anything thank you that doesn't answer my question Hey, I'll give you the realtor uh, version of that statement. Okay. Yeah. Ask me uh, uh, what you think this house is worth. What do you think that it's house- worth? What everyone, uh, what someone will pay for it. Understood. But what do you think that house is worth? That one. It, it depends. You know what someone would pay for it. Right. We're, we're looking for a number. Yeah, I'm thinking like Zillow, Redfin. Like what? What is Remember, it? Remember, you value? keep asking. I'm going to sue your ass because you can sue over anything. <laughs> oh my god! You I need a new realtor from suing. You're right. 
Yeah. Oh, speaking of realtors and, you know, how many times have we talked about this? I have a dear friend who is leaving L.A. and moving to Kansas because she's getting a phenomenal, gorgeous five bedroom, six bathroom house in the in the suburbs where I grew up for half a million, which is a little high, actually, for that neighborhood. Yeah, it's crazy what house prices it, it's not it's it's not crazy what you get in other places no, it's no. crazy what you don't get here yeah. so yeah. i can kind of picture that house yeah, and that beautiful. price but when you go to salt lake city and you show them that what 1.7 million dollars gets you in los angeles they fucking start throwing up right. in their lap they're like are you nuts and yeah just because it hurt like i literally i i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm woman enough to admit i shed a couple of tears I was like, I'm never going to own a home in this city. So I went on Zillow. And it, yeah, it was all, I mean, it was, there were lean-tos, what I was looking at. Mm. Well, good news is, is lumber's up 2,000%. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to help drive down the cost. And no I, one wants to go back to I work. I thought you were going to move to Texas at one point. So I, I should have. threatened it. Oh. I, I'm like, I, I, the kids got to get through high school and then, yeah. then I'm out. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to their graduation in a U-Haul. <laughs> I will drive a U-Haul to their graduation. Yeah, ceremony. honk on your way out, wave That's out the right. window. That's, That's right. good. I mean, consider a compound because mm-hmm. uh, what's keeping us here? Compound is uh, simultaneously the best and worst thing that could happen to you. Get a compound fracture, fracture. which got to be the worst thing, or right. you could live on a compound. Yeah, you have so mm-hmm. much acreage, you live mm-hmm. on a compound. All right, let me hit uh, J.B. Weld here. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. Pros have trusted it for over 50 years, and uh, you want to work like a pro, even if you're not. J.B. Weld makes it easy. Proud to have J.B. Weld, Epoxy Adhesive, as a sponsor. I personally know the owner. I hung out with these guys at uh, SEMA. I just walked into their booth and started talking adhesives, man. <laughs> DIY projects, auto, crafts, plumbing, marine, and more. Use on, You can use it on metal, wood, plastic, glass, ceramic. Um, just keep it in your kitchen drawer. Keep it in your garage as well. I just fixed my son's shoe with some J.B. Weld. J.B. Weld also uh, acquired Herculiner, the original DIY truck bed liner. So if you're looking for the world's strongest bond and the world's strongest truck bed liner, you go with J.B. Weld. Right, Dawson? J.B. Weld is available at jbweld.com, Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart, AutoZone, Advance Auto Parts, Napa, O'Reilly, Amazon, Michaels, and more. Remember, J.B. Weld epoxy products are proudly made in the USA. J.B. Weld, world's strongest bond. One more, Gina Grad. All right. Uh, lots of people drove less during the pandemic. We know that. And a lot of them feel they've forgotten how to drive. Mm. A recent survey found that 46% of respondents said they had been on the road less during the pandemic. And of those, 37% said they actually forgot how to drive. 34% said they would need to retake driver's ed to feel more comfortable driving. What? And overall, what? 45% said they have to mentally prepare themselves before they get in the oh car. Oh, God. Mentally prepare mentally themselves? Mentally prepare themselves. What? Uh, <laughs> first off, this is insane. Yeah. But you also should never say this out loud. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Because I'm, I'm going to need to take, an anonymous take survey? your keys, Grandpa. Absolutely. I feel like I might drive through a farmer's market. I don't know. No. <laughs> I can't say I'm not. I'd love to not. I'd love to not, but I got to figure out which one the brake is and which one the gas is. Yeah. Wow, that is weird. Which is also weird, too, because I know people stayed home, but like we were talking about with Erica, 
people showed up places in their cars. Like their car was their seat at events. How much staying at home did could you physically do? More than we realized. I, I guess it. I guess. I guess it varies person to person, but I will tell you, when I was super sick in 2009, I did not drive for six, seven months, whatever it was. Your skills definitely atrophy. I don't know if anyone of you have literally not driven at all for months on end, no. but uh, getting back on the horse is a little clunky. I'm mm. trying to think. I grew up in Los Angeles. You got to drive. There's no public transportation. Right. I, You know, since 18, I, I don't think I've gone two days without yeah. without driving and the only time i leave town pretty much i don't drive but i drive a race car when i leave town so I make it up like that's right on the uh on the track and how old were you because i know it changes from you know now to whenever how old did you have to be to get a permit or a driver's license when you were growing up i just looked this up actually for my kids in Los Angeles or in California, it's 15 and a half. Oh. But in like Michigan, it's like 14 and a half or 15 right. or something. Well, like and it in varies. Chicago, it's like 18. And you're from the Midwest. You're no, from- I'm from Boston. Oh, I was thinking you were a Midwest girl as well. No. Um, we could get our like tractor license at 13. We oh, got, wow. Yeah, we had. Got to work. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, I mean, and I'm from the suburbs and had no affiliation with this, but you could get a permit of some sort as early as 13, and that was for kids who needed to operate farm equipment. Uh, If you're from Chicago, I wouldn't recommend a license at all because the last time I was there sitting outside, there was just dudes riding wheelies on quads and dirt bikes and stuff just right up and down the main drag. Oh, that's right. Until they hit somebody. But cops, nowhere to be seen. Not interested. Not interested. Mayor Lightfoot. There you go. All right, let's bring it home, Gina Grad. You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. Gina, Gina That was the news with Gina Grad. Well, last but not least, quick 15 seconds for hyundai tucson each and every inch of the new tucson is beautiful it's an suv loaded with innovation inside and out and you can learn more about the the tucson at hyundai.com erica rhodes levian rhodes the special very funny out uh where do we find that let's see amazon yeah amazon prime apple tv youtube on demand as well and acme comedy company which is uh wednesday tomorrow through saturday in minneapolis thanks for joining us erica thanks for having me and so until next time i'm crow for bald brian and gina grad and erica rhodes saying mahalo Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Carolla. You can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744. Catch Gina Grad on the podcast Easy Listening and Paul Bryan on the podcast The Film Vault and the rest of us on The Water Cooler. Get tickets to see the Ace Man while they are still available. Get everything now at AdamCarolla.com. Hey, movie lovers, who needs a theater when you have Pluto TV? Grab your popcorn and your streaming device because free movies are here. Pluto TV is your home for movies. Great movies are playing anytime in over 20 exclusive movie channels of action, horror, rom-coms, and more. Watch hits like Saving Private Ryan, Pretty in Pink, and Charlie's Angels all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. 
saving starts with Xfinity. Get a great price on Xfinity Internet. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply.